What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, you've probably heard the term ChatGPT lately. It's an artificial intelligence tool that can basically take a ton of information and turn it into text. It can hold conversations, create poems and songs, answer complex questions, and even write a whole term paper. Well, our team tested ChatGPT Chicago knowledge, and some of the results may surprise you. It's Monday, April 3rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. The one thing to keep in mind with ChatGPT, its purpose is to take information and turn it into what sounds like human speech, mm -hmm. right? However, that doesn't mean, even though it's pulling from the internet, doesn't mean any of the information it's telling you is accurate, Okay, is correct. So just to kind of explain what we're doing here a okay. little bit, what we have done is uh, we're all going to ask ChatGPT a couple of Chicago-related questions. It's going to spit out an answer in text, um, and we are going to run that text through a speech generator, essentially. And uh, you will. Her, her name is Carla. We're told that's what the machine says. <laughs> uh, and Carla will play the voice of, of ChatGPT for us. Like before, we start asking like existential questions. Should we get it like started with like some easy questions, like maybe some basic ones that shouldn't be too hard to find the answer to? Well, Jacoby, funny you should say that. I'm going topical here, okay. and as we all know, and our listeners know all too well. Topical right now means the election, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is the runoff. The runoff election. Now, before I ask this question, we should make it clear, and this is part of the reason why I'm asking these questions, that the knowledge base of Chat GPT ends in September 2021. Okay, remember that as we get the answer to my question, which is, who is Paul Vallis? Ooh, this is keeps going. So apparently, so apparently, uh, part of the reason it does long answers is um, human trainers and testers found like responded better to longer answers. Uh, so that's part of its part of its shtick. Apparently, people like seeing long answers. It makes them think it's more realistic. Ah. It's gonna take a second. What I learned is by over-explaining myself, I seem more oh, realistic to human beings. Oh, there we go. Okay, so here's the answer from Carla. 
Paul Vallis is an American politician and education administrator who has served as superintendent of several large urban school districts, including Chicago Public Schools, the School District of Philadelphia, and the Recovery School District of Louisiana. He is known for his efforts to improve student achievement through initiatives such as expanding early childhood education, increasing funding for schools, and implementing standardized testing and accountability measures. Vallis has also held public office, serving as the lieutenant governor candidate for Illinois in 2014 and running for mayor of Chicago in 2019. Did you catch that? Running for mayor in 2019, because again, this is the, the, the information stops at 2021, so they don't know. ChatGPT does not know he is currently running for mayor in 2023. Also, it has incorrectly said that Vallis has held public office. He has not actually ever held public elected office. He has run for office. No, he was a lieutenant governor. Has, he was never lieutenant governor. He was a candidate. He never was lieutenant governor. Right. That's true. So good fact a, checking. He has not served a public an elected public office. Okay. Okay. So naturally, we will ask who is Brandon Johnson? Okay. Oh, it's going. It's going. ChatGPT is writing a very long paragraph. So Paul Vallis is obviously a, a less like Brandon Johnson is a very kind of just like average name. Does it just pull all Brandon Johnsons? Does oh, it pull yeah, what point. is more likely to be Brandon Johnson? Good point. Well, one thing that ChatGPT does is it pull it it remembers previous prompts. So it's possible that because we asked about Paul Vallis first, and Paul Vallis is up. identified with Chicago. Mm -hmm. So it's learning in this moment right now, too. It's learning what we want in this particular conversation. Ah, that's pretty cool. Okay, so the Brandon Johnson one went right away. So Carla's ready for us. Brandon Johnson is an American politician and labor organizer who currently serves as a member of the Cook County Board of Commissioners in Illinois, representing the 1st District, which includes parts of Chicago's west side and near-western suburbs. Prior to his election to the County Board D in 2018, Johnson worked as a community organizer and union leader, advocating for workers' rights and social justice issues. He has been involved in campaigns to raise the minimum wage, improve access to affordable housing, and reform the criminal justice system. Johnson has also served as a member of the Chicago Teachers Union's bargaining team and played a key role in the 2012 teachers' strike in Chicago. I'll admit it, I didn't know some of those things. I don't know if we could take them all as true. I was just shocked at how it organized the different things sort of like this comma this comma this comma it's a beautifully it's a really nice like even the pausing paragraph. yeah okay so those are mine um those are take what you will from those going into the voting booth tomorrow jacoby you're well, next what's your uh what's your chat GPT? give me sh shoot a question let's see let's see what chat gbt has to say all right so i just have a very random question that i've always wanted to know how many gallons of water are in lake michigan that's a good one it's the only metric, it's the only unit of measurement I know for liquids. So, <laughs> so a gallon would be like a gallon of milk, right? So I think How many can... gallons? God, how would you even measure that? I'm sure there's some scientific uh, way. Okay, okay, okay. Here's Carla on Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan is one of the largest freshwater lakes in the world, with a surface area of about 22,400 square miles and an average depth of 279 feet. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, Lake Michigan contains an estimated 4,918 cubic kilometers of water. This is equivalent to approximately 4.918 trillion gallons of water. Trillion. Oh my lord! I knew the number was going to be big, but damn! Damn! 
Wow. Trillion is like not a number that humans can conceive nah, of. Like can't we literally really make can't sense even. of it. Nope. Whoa. No, nah, that's a that's, that's a good one. That was a good Apple question. Cap type number. That's a good question. Good answer. Okay. Simone, you're up. Uh I can go. Um so what I just want to say real quick. Yeah. The average depth is 279. Obviously, I only been out to the parts of Lake Michigan that I could still stand in unless I'm on a boat. So just to think that it goes almost 300 feet deep. Is it scary? It's kind of wild. It's Lake scary. Michigan is a sea. It is. It, it 100%. It, I literally it's never an ocean. swim in it. It's an ocean. I'm not really a swimmer. I don't think that's a huge shock, but uh, I've only ever just like stood in it. So I was really curious about ChatGPT's capability of writing things. Okay. So I will, I'm asking ChatGPT, write a poem about Chicago. Oh. I like that. A little creative. Okay. We asked it to do math, a little historical biography. Totally. And now we're going to get into some arts. Is ChatGPT well-rounded? So you got to see, I wish y'all could see Simone's face because apparently it, it happened. I can't see her screen. So it must have happened quickly because she immediately reacted like, whoa. Oh my God, it's still writing. Chicago's oh my God. a man with thick ankles <laughs> and a burly undertone. <laughs> Chicago is three people playing in a fire hydrant at 6 a.m. in the morning. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> Chicago not. is fresh tortillas and a ye burrito at 11.30 in the afternoon. We're also going to have to see how Carla delivers this poem to us. Are you guys ready to hear the poem? Yeah, totally. The city of Chicago, bustling and bright, where skyscrapers touch the clouds in flight, and the waters of Lake Michigan gleam, reflecting the city's vibrant dream. From Navy Pier to Millennium Park, the city's energy ignites a spark in the hearts of those who call it home and the visitors who love to roam. The magnificent mile with its fancy stores, the Art Institute and its endless tours, the Field Museum with its ancient past, and Wrigley Field where Cubs fans cheer fast. The L train races through the city's veins, as the blues and jazz fill the city's lanes, and the taste of deep dish pizza and hot dogs make mouths water in every fog. The city that never sleeps, it seems, a place of hopes and shattered dreams, where everyone's story finds a place in the melting pot of this great race. Chicago, a city that's tough as steel, yet with a heart that's warm and real, a place where dreams can still come true, and where the skyline shines anew. How the I mean, I'm not a huge fan of rhyming poems, but like, what do you code to like a finish each one with a rhyme? Because it it grabbed a lot from foods wow. to steel to. I mean, obviously, it can only do what the internet can give them, and the internet is probably reflecting a very segregated city because it don't sound like Chad GPT went past Roosevelt. I was gonna say but, it didn't uh, sound like I heard anything about the socks, and I mean, from Navy, Navy Pier, Pier to Millennium, Millennium Park. Park. That's like a walk, G. That's a walk, an easy walk at that. It's a swim. <laughs> Not for me, but <laughs> totally. What's so? What's wild? There's about some beautiful this. sentiments in there, though. Yeah. So this is the thing. It's that like, was dope. Part of it is like, okay, basic Chicago stuff. Magnificent Mile, no. Art Institute, L, Wrigley totally. Field. Okay. Totally. But the way that was delivered was like a poem. It was written like a poem. It had rhythm. It had rhythm. It had the visuals that you were going for. I don't like that robots have rhythm. I don't like that at all. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? 
Well, with aligner experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. Carrie, what was your next question okay. for ChatGPT? Are we going to pick it up or are we going to make it more intense? We're going to see what ChatGPT got in them. You know what? This is, I guess this is kind of topical, but um, it's a little bit just more day-to-day Chicago real. Uh, What is the busiest bus route in Chicago? Oh. The busiest bus route in Chicago is the Chicago Transit Authority's number 79 79th Street bus route, which runs east-west along 79th Street, primarily serving the south side of the city. According to CTA ridership data from 2019, the number 79 bus route had an average of 23,600 weekday riders, making it the highest ridership bus route in Chicago. The number 79 bus route connects riders to a variety of destinations, including residential areas, shopping centers, medical facilities, and educational institutions. It operates daily from early morning until late at night, with buses running every few minutes during peak hours. Okay. 79th Street, South Side. Jacoby, are you fact-checking this right now? I am, because that was extremely detailed. How do people use this bus? Who does it actually serve? That was pretty cool. It looks like the 79 bus was the uh, busiest route from 2016 to 2021. It has moved down to third behind the 66 Chicago and the 8 Halsted. All right. Yeah, so this is is pre-pandemic numbers. Yeah, pre-pandemic numbers. That's still pretty pretty accurate okay so that was a that was a good one and some surprise jacoby you're up next cool cool yeah i wanted to ask a more complicated question to chat gbt shocking GPT. shocking <laughs> why is chicago so segregated i should have known this is gonna come yeah <laughs> you complicated I bet they're just like i am not touching that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god is this like a super simone's face every time chad gbt is answering i'm just like, so what shocked you, what are you looking time. at it's, like I'm how does it look it in, like it's like typing in real oh, time so you, okay so so when it answers it's, it doesn't just pop up it's it doesn't like, just pop up no okay. so it's like word by word i'm watching it craft an answer it's a really long answer oh i bet it's it better be complicated too it's a numbered list I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We got to edit some of this answer because this is otherwise going to be a two-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Simone, you got it? Chicago has a long history of racial and economic segregation, which has been shaped by a variety of factors, including discriminatory housing policies, economic inequality, and institutional racism. Some of the key factors that have contributed to segregation in Chicago include 
redlining, in the mid-20th century, government and private institutions used redlining to deny mortgages and loans to black families and businesses, effectively restricting them from purchasing homes or opening businesses in certain areas of the city. Racially restrictive covenants, these were legal agreements that prevented the sale or rental of property to non-white residents in certain neighborhoods. Racially restrictive covenants were common in many Chicago neighborhoods until they were declared unconstitutional in 1948. White flight, beginning in the 1950s, many white residents of Chicago began moving to the suburbs, leaving behind neighborhoods that became increasingly segregated and impoverished. Disinvestment, many predominantly black neighborhoods in Chicago have experienced disinvestment, with businesses and jobs leaving the area and city services being reduced. Systemic racism, institutional racism has played a role in creating and perpetuating segregation in Chicago. For example, discriminatory practices in hiring, education, and lending have limited opportunities for black residents to improve their economic status and move to more integrated neighborhoods. All of these factors have contributed to a deeply entrenched pattern of segregation in Chicago, which continues to impact the city's residents and communities today. I didn't really enjoy the poem as much, but uh, that answer? That was pretty solid. Like, if pretty a solid. student pretty solid. wrote that and that was their term paper, <clears throat> I'm not going to read that and go, Artificial intelligence wrote this. Totally. I'm going to just say this is a solid start. I will say, though, to your point, you you kind of mentioned this as we were asking this question. Not as specific as it could be mm -hmm. in terms of naming institutions, naming figures mm -hmm. who played a role in defining some of these elements that we're talking about. Um, so for example, if I were writing a term paper, I can hear like my high school teachers being like, give me specific examples right. of what you mean. So for the people who are like, I don't know why Chicago isn't segregated. You probably have similar access to the information that this AI right. resource has. Right. And so, you know, right. go to the library, look it up on Google. Like the, the Google. information is available to explain why we ended up in the situations we are. And now, of course, we're trying to argue how do we reverse them? How do we get out of them? How do we do better? Although maybe you should ask ChatGPT, what are the solutions? Oh. All right, that's episode that's, two. Yeah, that's, that's, the next, that's another episode. episode. That's Simone, episode. you got to finish. We we literally have put this, this thing to the test, um, asked the questions about Chicago's economic state, asked about our lake. Um, what's your last question to, to our good friend, GPT. I want ChatGPT to plan a perfect Chicago day. That's exactly how I'm going to word the question. Mm -hmm. What is your perfect Chicago Love day? Love that. Okay. Love that. As an AI language model, I don't have personal preferences or emotions, so I don't have a perfect day in Chicago. However, based on what many people enjoy doing in Chicago, here's a possible itinerary for a perfect day in the city. Morning, start the day with a hearty breakfast at one of the city's classic diners or cafes such as Lou Mitchell's or Yoke. Take a stroll along the lakefront, enjoying the view of Lake Michigan and the city skyline. Visit the Art Institute of Chicago, one of the world's great art museums, and take in its impressive collection. Afternoon, head to Navy Pier, a bustling entertainment complex on the lakefront, and ride the Ferris wheel for a bird's-eye view of the city. Explore the neighborhoods of Wicker Park and Bucktown, known for their trendy shops, cafes, and restaurants. Catch a Cubs or White Sox game, depending on your preference, at one of the city's iconic ballparks. Evening, enjoy dinner at one of Chicago's world-renowned restaurants, such as Alinea, Girl and the Goat, or Avec. Take in a show at the Chicago Theater or one of the city's many other performance venues. End the night with drinks at one of Chicago's top bars, such as the Aviary or the Violet Hour. Of course, there are countless other things to see and do in Chicago, so this is just one possible itinerary for a perfect day in the city. 
I mean, that's a good day. Besides Yolk. Agreed. Yeah. I think that you should that should have had Manny's or Valois. Uh, yeah. I think the specific Valois. choices it's this very, very like classic, basic, mostly downtown north side. Also the only other neighborhoods mentioned Wicker Park and Bucktown. Yeah. Which I found uh it's very just very trendy. Everything about it just seems very trendy. This is why you should subscribe to the Hey Chicago newsletter. Absolutely. At chicago.citycast.fm because we can we can give you something that is uh, less basic than what Jet ChatGPT gets you. ChatGPT. I'm called yeah, I'm throwing stones. Honestly, I am pleasantly surprised by the answers that were provided. I feel like we gave it a good range of questions from like poem to plan a day, do some random Lake Michigan math. Some heavy sociopolitical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the fact that it at least feels from our, right, we still got to fact check, right? We wanted maybe some more details. Things felt generic, but its ability to kind of quickly spew out or to kind of quickly create those answers and responses. I definitely learned more about Lake Michigan than I ever thought I would. So. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Good one. Cool, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Cool. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Street sweeping season is back. Yes, try and say that three times fast. Street sweeping season, street sweeping season, street sweeping season. All right, I got it. That means you need to be extra careful where you park or risk a $60 fine. You can see where the sweepers will be at the city's official website, and we got more about it in our Hey Chicago newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. On the weather front, after some thunderstorms over the weekend, we could see temperatures jump into the high 50s, even low 60s during the front half of this week. Now, it will be accompanied with some rain and some wind. Then we'll be back down in the 40s the rest of the week. But hopefully the sun is scheduled to show its face before Friday. The Cubs are on the road today for a three-game series against the Cincinnati Reds, while the White Sox are home for three games against the San Francisco Giants. The Hawks are skating on the road tomorrow against the Calgary Flame, while the Bulls are at home tomorrow night against the Atlanta Hawks with just four games to go before the NBA playoffs begin. And some good news to get you through. For this week only, check out the photo exhibition Lil Chico from Thule Park at the Very Serious Gallery in River West. Shout out to Thought Poet, the photographer behind it. I saw it over the weekend and the photos are stunning. As always, we appreciate you for listening. The team is back together on the mic bright and early tomorrow. Hopefully you'll join us. Peace. Life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important. Capture the good times developed from the negatives. I trust Ruth. And if things don't work out, it's just the same take another shot. And I just, I appreciate it from Ruth This Moore. is Malcolm. Life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important. Capture the good times developed from the negatives. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. Wait till you hear Ethan. Okay. Life is like a camera. Just focus on what's important. No. <laughs> and if things don't work out, just take another shot. I'm Judd Abram.